Stay in Ireland's capital city and still enjoy exploring the country. Today I'm sharing five fabulous day trips from Dublin. Hi everyone and thank you so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today I am going to share five absolutely fabulous day trips that you can do from Dublin City. I know that a lot of people when they travel to Ireland they're very hesitant to rent a car. So all of these trips are no car required. And in fact you won't even have to join a tour. So I'm going to jump right into this, but first I want to take a minute to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by the Dublin Pass. The Dublin Pass offers entry into 33 of Dublin's best attractions, plus the ability to skip the queues, and if you're going straight from the airport to Dublin City to start your vacation, you can also get complimentary transportation from Dublin Airport to the city center. There is a link in the show notes if you want to learn a little bit more about the Dublin Pass, and I do have a very special offer just for my listeners. You can use the code FAMILYVACATIONS, that's FAMILYVACATIONS with an S, when ordering your Dublin Pass to save 15% off a 5-day pass and 5% off 3-day passes. Again, there's more information in the show notes, and I hope you do check out the Dublin Pass. We've used it quite a few times in Dublin City and have found it to be a great benefit. And now, on to those terrific day trips from Dublin. My first choice for a day trip out of Dublin City is the monastic city of Glendalough. Glendalock is in County Wicklow, which is just south of Dublin. It's about 30 minutes, so it's really easy to get to. And it's in the middle of the mountains. So the Wicklow Mountains are just these beautiful, green, grassy mountains in in the heart of Wicklow. And Wicklow is called the Garden County of Ireland. So you can just imagine um, how green and how beautiful and how vibrant it is. So the monastic city of Wicklow was founded by the hermit monk St. Kevin, and it became really one of the country's great ecclesiastical centers of learning. The remains in the monastic city, including the round tower, which is very well preserved, date from the 10th to 12th centuries. Now, to day trip out of Dublin to Glendalough, all you have to do is hop on the Glendalough bus. It leaves Dublin City Center just outside of St. Stephen's Green every morning, and it will bring you back um, later in the afternoon. When you are in the Glendalough Valley, you want to, of course, go into the visitor center, learn about Glendalough, learn about um, St. Kevin and the monastic community that he was built. And then you want to obviously explore that monastic city. It's really, it's so photogenic and so beautiful. But then after that, you know, I really recommend wearing some good walking shoes. Make sure you dress in layers. If the weather is a bit wet, make sure you have on your your waterproofed gear. And get out and hit those hiking trails. There are so many terrific walking trails around Glendalough and in the Wicklow Mountains. 
And like I said, it's just an absolutely stunning day out from Dublin City. So you can spend, it's, it's basically a, an entire day trip. You leave in the morning around 10 a.m., I believe, come back in the afternoon around 4.30 or 5. So I have links to the Glendalough bus as well as an article about the marked walking trails listed in the show notes. Now, if you want to do a guided tour out of Dublin City, I do have one that I really recommend, and it is the Glendalock and Powers Court Gardens Tour. The tour takes you um, through the south coast by double-decker bus, and it includes a visit to Power Court House and Gardens. The gardens at Powers Court House are incredible. These, they're, They all have a theme. You have walled gardens. You have... Uh, Japanese gardens and they're just absolutely outstanding if you are wanting to escape the city for beautiful gardens you cannot do better than visiting Powers Court Gardens and then from there you will visit the monastic site of Glendalough so that is a really great day tour if you would rather hop a tour than do it yourself and I do have a link for that in the show notes and going forward I'm, I'm not going to keep mentioning that I have a link in the show notes so just know that there's all the information you need in the show notes, so do go in and visit those if you want to learn more about the sites that I recommend and the tours. Okay, so day trip number two from Dublin is just to Malahide Castle and Village. Now, Malahide is a small village. It's just north of the city center. In fact, it's only about 15 minutes from the airport. It's a great village, one of my favorites, because it's just a charming seaside village. And you can hop a train from Dublin city center and be to Malahide in under 30 minutes, or you could even take the Dublin bus route 32 or 42 and get straight to Malahide as well. It will take a, a little bit longer just because of stops. Now in Malahide, what you want to do is take a guided tour of Malahide Castle. Malahide Castle has been was in the same family for over 800 years. So everything is really well documented and the history of the castle is fascinating. In fact, the tour guides, the docents there are so good that you could do back-to-back -to -back tours with different docents and learn something different every time. I've taken the tour two or three times. It was different each time, and I walked away with a different appreciation of the castle and the family and the history. It really is phenomenal. After you tour the castle, then you want to take in the grounds. Malahide's um, domain is massive. They have public domain, which is used for sports and children's activities and school activities. It's just, it's a massive um, grounds that people just really gather at. It has an exceptional playground. So it's a really great open ground. But then they also have grounds that you do need a ticket to enter and those are closer to the castle and those are the gardens. So they have a beautiful walled garden that is really stunning to walk through. It takes you through kind of other areas of the castle that were used for, um, the gardens and the the animals and things like that. So that's a really interesting tour to to self-tour through. And then they have the wider expanse of lawn that is really a beautiful place to explore and enjoy. In fact, we had family portraits taken on that lawn. And it was just probably one of the best places you could ever have family portraits taken because of the trees and the gardens and the waters and everything like that. So 
um, I do highly recommend Malahide Castle and its grounds. Beyond that, the village of Malahide is just, it's super charming. It's this lovely little harbor village. You can go walk out to the beach. They have great little shops and really wonderful restaurants. My favorite restaurant so far is called the Greedy Goose, and they do this wonderful evening tasting menu. So you kind of choose, you know, you choose your appetizer, you choose your entree, you choose your dessert out of a few options and and you get these tasting tasting portions so it's really really good so right now that's my favorite in Malahide so um, again you can just hop on a train from Dublin city center and be to Malahide in less than 30 minutes or you take Dublin bus routes 32 and 42 to get you there if you want to join a guided tour to Malahide the Malahide Castle and Health Summit Walk Tour is a really great one to choose. Not only do you have the time to visit uh, Malahide Castle and explore its grounds, but then you'll go on to the uh, seaside village of Houth, which is just a wee bit further out, and you will have exclusive access to the highest point on Houthhead Peninsula. So you're going to have these great expansive views of the Irish Sea and a really beautiful cliff walk as well. So those are a couple of ways to get out to Malahide from Dublin City. Dublin Day Tour number three actually will take you down to the medieval city of Kilkenny. Now Kilkenny is, Kilkenny has a special place in my heart. It's probably the first city in Ireland that I truly fell in love with. It it maintains this great medieval vibe, but it still has kind of a fun and funky little attitude to it. So I adore Kilkenny, and I highly recommend a day tour down there. It's incredibly walkable, so once you get to the train station in Kilkenny, you are going to have the entire city at your feet. Very easy to get around. Now, if you're doing your your do-it-yourself trip from Dublin. You would just take the train from the city center and in about 90 minutes or so you will be in Kilkenny. There are two direct bus routes, um, one by Dublin Coach, the other by JJ Cavanaugh and Sons that you can also take down to Kilkenny. Now to get down to Kilkenny I'm going to highly recommend you go as early as you can in the morning because they have what's called a medieval mile pass. And this medieval mile pass really includes all the, the highlights of Kilkenny. So you'll be able to visit Kilkenny Castle and Smittix Brewery and the medieval mile museum, which is phenomenal. It's an incredible museum. It's in this ancient church, but it's a highly interactive museum. So lots of touch screens, lots of things to, to touch and see and do. So it's great for all ages. And then you can also visit St. Canice's Cathedral, which has one of only two of the ancient round towers in Ireland that you can climb. So this medieval mile pass gets you a ticket to climb to the top of the round tower at St. Canice's in Kilkenny. So it's really kind of an amazing thing to get to do, and I highly recommend it. Even if you're a little bit scared of heights, which I am, I did it. My youngest daughter did not. But... It's, it's, you can only do it in two places in Ireland, so I say do it in Kilkenny. Now, if you are at all into sports, I really recommend making plans to try hurling at the Kilkenny Way. 
you get to go in, you get your hands on a hurley, you know, you're, you're hitting the ball, you're out on the pitch, and you're really taking in all of that history and heart-pounding excitement of the fastest and oldest, you know, game on earth. It's really something to to try if you love sports. It's you're just going to kind of be blown away by it. It's kind of a really interesting game. So, again, hurling at the Kilkenny Way if you are at all into sports, I think is a must do. Now, the Medieval Mile Pass is only a one-day pass. So, as I said, if you want to take advantage of everything it offers, you want to get to Kilkenny first thing in the morning and leave in the evening because beyond the castles and museums and round tower you also have uh, the option of a bicycle tour and there's two road train tours in Kilkenny we prefer the yellow one because it's the original but there are two they park right beside each other for pickup so if one's not there you can always hop the other um, and then there's also tours and discounts so the medieval mile pass is really a great deal but you have to plan a full day to take complete advantage of it now if you don't want to do your kilkenny tour yourself you can join the guided kilkenny and wicklow mountains full day tour and this one is actually going to let you tick off two of those day trips because the full day tour from dublin gets you down into kilkenny city and you have time to explore and then it comes back through the wicklow mountains with a stop at glendalock so you could knock out two of those tours in one if you wanted to all right day tour number four takes you directly across the country to the west of ireland and lively galway city galway has its own vibe it's really a fun and lively town really known for um for traditional music and just has has that vibe of maybe a little more a little more crack a little more liveliness and it is a college town, so you certainly have that in the mix as well. Now, if you're going to do your day trip from Dublin by yourself, you want to, again, hop the train. The train goes to all of these places directly, and that's really a great way to get across the country if you don't have a car. It's only two and a half hours um, by train, or you can get onto the CityLink Express bus, which is direct, and it just takes a slight bit longer, so not terribly long at all. When you're in Galway City, you want to, of course, visit the historic sites like the Galway Museum and the Spanish Arch and Kerwin's Lane and, of course, the Clada. Um, the Latin Quarter, then, is where you're going to find your shops and your restaurants and your pubs. And it's, it's probably the busiest part of Galway, but it's really worth spending your time in it as well. Now, the Clada, I just want to backtrack a little bit to that. So, if you've heard of the clattering, which is the heart, hands, and crown, so love, uh, friendship, and loyalty, that actually is said to have begun in the village of Clatta, which Galway kind of overtook as it grew. And there is a shop down in the Latin Quarter called the Clatta, which are, is, is the official, I guess, the official place to get your clattering. And you can actually see the artisans working on rings and things there so it's a really nice stop when you're in Galway City. Now Galway also makes a really great um, base so if you want to leave Dublin maybe for a couple of days to base yourself in Galway 
and still not have a car, you can do that because you can day trip out of Galway to places like Connemara and the Cliffs of Moher and even out to the Aran Islands. So if you want to base yourself maybe in Dublin for a few days and then switch to Galway to day trip out of there without a car, so easy to do. Now, if you don't want to do the do-it-yourself trip out to Galway, you can join a guided tour. And this guided tour that I recommend actually does take you down to the Cliffs of Moher. So it's the Cliffs of Moher, the Burren, and Galway full day tour. It's going to leave Dublin, I want to say it's 6.45 a.m. So bright and early, you're out of Dublin and crossing the country to Galway. You'll get to Galway. You'll get to Galway 9.15, 9.30 in the morning. You'll have some time to spend in Galway City before they take you down through the Burren. You'll visit some of those... Um, really great sites in the Burr and then they'll take you on to the Cliffs of Moher where you'll have an extended visit there. I think it's a couple of hours. And then on your way back, you're going to stop at this wonderful, wonderful monastery. So it is a full day tour. I don't think it gets back to Dublin until 7.30 or 8.30 at night. So plan on a full day, but it's a really great full day. And finally, we are going to get to number five. And that this day tour actually will take you into Northern Ireland. So, yes, from Dublin, you are going to Belfast. Now, the best way to get to Belfast from Dublin City is by train. It really is the most direct and fastest way. It just takes two and a half hours or so to get um, to Belfast from Dublin City Center. And then once you're in Belfast, there are quite a few things to do. Obviously, the Titanic Belfast is a highlight and a really incredible tour. The one thing to remember about that is the main tour is, I want to say it's at least two hours, if not a little longer. And it covers shipbuilding as well as the Titanic. So it's not a full Titanic. You know, It's not like all Titanic all the time. So that's one good thing to remember about that tour. So if you don't want to take that tour, do be sure to walk around the shipyards outside uh, maybe pop in and see the inside of the Titanic building, see what they have that you can experience there, and then go over and take a tour of the SS Nomadic, which is the last remaining White Star Line ship in the world. It's really got a great story, and the people who do those tours are passionate about this boat. So I highly recommend it. It was probably the best tour we did in Belfast City. So definitely do the tour of the SS Nomadic. And then you're going to want to book a black cab tour. I highly recommend the black cab tour because if you go and try to do the peace walls and things yourself, you're not going to really understand what's going on with them. But if you book a black cab tour, you're going to have a really great narrative of somebody who's been living um, this history of the troubles. So we like Patty Campbell's. We had a wonderful driver with Patty Campbell's. He was actually Catholic. His wife was Protestant. They met in the United States and there was a large rift after they married. It wasn't until they had children that his wife's parents would even speak to him. So there's a lot of history there. But so do your black cab tour. Go sign your name to the peace walls that still divide the city and really try to take in that great history. If you have more time in Belfast before you have to hop the train back, uh, consider the Ulster Museum, the Botanic Gardens, or C.S. Lewis Square. All of those are really, really great. Now, if you happen to visit Belfast on a Saturday, 
make time to visit St. George's Market. Absolutely loved it. But the thing you need to remember is to bring a bag to carry your loot because St. George's Market has so many artisans and so many crafters and just it's oh it's it's just probably one of the greatest places I've ever been. You're going to find so many people to talk to and things to learn and things for sale and there's crafts and food and antiques and fishmongers. It's just absolutely incredible. So even if you're not in the mood to buy, if you're there on a Saturday, go to St. George's Market and just check it out. It's fabulous. Okay, so if you don't want to do your tour yourself to Belfast from Dublin, the guided tour I recommend is the Belfast and Titanic Experience full day tour from Dublin. It takes you through, you know, through um, the areas of the Troubles to the Peace Walls and the Republican Museum before giving you some time to explore Belfast on your own. And then you'll have a tour of the HMS Caroline and highlights of the Titanic experience kind of round out your day. So those are my top five day tours from Dublin. No car required. You can do it yourself. You can hop on a tour. Um, either way, I think that those are really great experiences if you've decided to base yourself in Ireland's capital city. As I mentioned earlier, everything I talked about is linked in the show notes, so you're going to find a lot of information there. So I hope you will hop over and do a little more, a little more looking into the tours and things that I recommended. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please do feel free to email me to jody at irelandfamilyvacations.com. I do respond to all questions and I love receiving them. If you have an idea for a topic that you would like to hear about, also email me. I'm always looking for topics that people want to know more about when it comes to Ireland travel. And of course, please visit your podcast provider and leave me a five-star review. It really does help people to find this podcast. Again, thank you all so much for listening, and until next time, slang a full.